All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We discuss if the world actually needs more Fast and the Furious. Is Dungeons and Dragons a hot wreck? Netflix's latest reality TV monstrosity happens, and Weeks of Wick goes parabellum. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Oh, man. So good. How are you? Hey, it's going real well. Uh, we had a great sports cast. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we have kind of a funky beer in front of us. What are we drinking here, Jim? Dude, this is a weird one. This is War, Pri- War-, War Pigs, and it's called Blinding Light Show. Yeah. Luminiferous IPA with fruit and stuff added. What do you think, dude? It tastes good? It's okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. Did you ever get those floaties? Yeah. I with- poured it, and it was a heck of a lot of sediment. And I let it settle, mm-hmm. and the bottom of my glass looks like the bottom of the ocean, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but the beer is good, so we've it's had, fine. We've had this issue before. Yeah, with Warpig specifically. Yeah, with Warpig. I don't know what the deal is, because like, some of their beer is so good, and some of it is sketch. I don't know if it's how it's transported around the country or what, but... Hmm. Um, you know what? We're just going to enjoy it and uh, not worry about it. Not ideal. We're going to power through. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, you guys should give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. I love you. Love you guys. All right. Here we go. What's up? We are all excited and do we care to talk about Indiana Jones 5, okay? Right. Indy 5. They thought they were going to have this really creative way that they were going to kind of let it out to the world. What was what was their plan? So, I mean, they they took old-ass Harrison Ford and brought him to France for the Cannes Film Festival. And, uh, you know, it got kind of this, like, lukewarm ovation, you know, mostly for Indiana Jones because it's... it's a, a, however the movie plays out, it's very clear that this is the last Indiana Jones that he will be a part of. Yeah. Uh, and we knew that. That's not a spoiler. So he gets the ovation, but the movie... Those critics were not kind to the movie. They they did not give it, you know, these great reviews. And now, even with James Mangold, and we were so excited about this use of, you know, the technology, apparently it's pretty dang straightforward. Um, they didn't really take any chances. And people aren't that hyped on it. So it kind of maybe hurt their opening in the end. Yeah. Are you still excited for it or just a little bit less or I how you wasn't feel? ever excited for it. Okay, I was. I, I was I mean, banking like, that it was gonna be this great movie. I was gonna see it just like I saw Crystal Skulls or whatever it was called. Yeah. And it was bad. And I was gonna see this one expecting it to be bad, I think, again, but mm-hmm. that's okay. And this it's doesn't really change better anything. than that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't really change anything for me. It does make me though double and triple down on my um thought on what they should do with Indiana Jones. Okay. And that's that they should make the next Indiana Jones. All Mutt, Shia LaBeouf. Zendaya. Yeah. I, I like think, that. I think that's in the a full most, reboot though. Full reboot, Zendaya. What time period? Um, it could be old. Like it okay. could be in like the forties, thirties, fifties, anywhere in that okay. area. Like I think they should do like, Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. They still go back to the Nazi well. Um, the problem is, is like, is like twenty four percent of our country likes Nazis now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they like are on like team Nazi in like Russia. Yeah. <laughs> and like somehow they think that's okay, even though it's like been the villains in every movie for like seventy years. <laughs> right. But uh it changes everything. Changes um me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean is I'm so excited for the movie, but less so, unfortunately. I was really hoping when it was gonna like they're bringing it to Cannes. Oh my god. You know, he was gonna get these glowing reviews and everyone's gonna be psyched. Uh maybe not so much. So we shall see. Hey, until you and I watch it and talk about it in this podcast, nothing's official, okay? You know how we're going to feel about it. Luke we're going to be like, meh, it was okay, but it was a lot of fun. And that's <laughs> fine. I like movies like that. Should we record that pod now after this and just like play it later? Yeah, we should. Time? It just is yeah. exactly. We're going to be like, yeah, that mm, didn't really work for me. Was dumb, but... It was kind of weird when he was like swinging from vines. I thought they were done doing that. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe they brought that back. See, I think that things. they, I think they need to do more. I can't believe it was all about crystal skulls again. I, yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I think they need more like basic, um, like stunts, mm. like yeah. Indiana, like swinging on a rope through a window and then like coming in and like making a comment to like a woman, <laughs> and then like swinging back out. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I he need slaps more... on the ass, goes. Hey, look at that, toots. Yeah, I need more of that. Like, that's kind of what worked in Indiana Jones. I didn't need, like, special effects. I kind of yeah. think, like, the, they were so good with the effects that they did. Mm-hmm. And the stunts that they did were really cool. Yeah. And so I think that was what was charming about it. Okay. It's just me. Well, I think they use a lot of, like, special effects in this new one. So we'll Great. see. <laughs> okay, what about this? Um, we did get word, uh, or we got a trailer about of, of Killer's of the flower moon yeah the killers of the flower is this gonna be good i think it's gonna be really good um is it gonna be long yes it's it is long it is long it's like three hours long i think he needs to learn how to make two-part movies (laughs) give me a two-part movie scorsese Scorsese is back flower moon one and two fuck but he's still making movies he like he like does this and then a rolling stones documentary and then something like this and then um you know the irishman and then whatever so uh, I am excited for this, and it looks the trailer looks incredible. It's like a, a based off a true story of like all these killings that happened in Osage. Is that am I saying that right? Osage? No, no idea. Okay, it's a you know a Native American tribe. It's got Leo DiCaprio and De Niro in it, and it looks the trailer just looks like haunting and amazing and dark and scary and beautiful and. I think it's going to be a fantastic movie, but you're going to have to have some patience. So I don't know if you're that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Eric, you're not that guy. I mean, I probably will check it out if you like it. Oh, okay. If you think it's worth a watch. Just like all the other movies I've said have been great and you watch right away. I've watched some of them. Yeah. Some I, of them. I don't want to be unfair. You've yeah. watched some of them. Some of them. Um, but dude, I thought the trailer was, was really amazing. And this thing is actually coming right to... Gosh, it's going straight to streaming. I don't know if it's Apple Plus or if it's a, another Netflix one, but yeah, dude, this is something I'm going to watch right away. Okay, speaking of straight to streaming, what about the creator trailer? That looked pretty crazy. Do- John David Washington. I, I'm in on John David Gareth Washington. Gareth Edwards, direct and write. Um, I think it looks kind of cool. I don't know if I like John David Washington that much. Like, I think he was he was pretty good in Tenet. As a, the protagonist, I just want him to play name. the exact same character. 
Oh, it looks similar. I think it the is trailer. the same character. I was like, is this Tenet 2? <laughs> the trailer looks similar. This was like the time when He's I watched... He's been pigeonholed into weird-ass like, sci-fi that? action movies. What was that movie that you guys wanted me to watch, and then I watched the sequel, like the straight-to-DVD mm-hmm. sequel? Mm-hmm. Inside Job or something? Inside Man. Inside Man? Yeah. Yeah, this is like Tenet 2. <laughs> like... <laughs> Someday in the future, you're going to forget this happened, and you're going to be like, yeah, I watched uh, Tenet 2. You're yeah. like Tenet. It's like, no, you didn't, dude. You watched what's this one called? Um, the creator, the creator. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks cool. I think I'm in. What's it on? I think it's gonna be, I don't know. I don't know. It's coming straight to streaming. Is it, is it Apple Plus as well? I don't know. They're dropping lots of, lots of money on big movies right now. Um, but I am excited. It does look cool. It definitely looks different. You know, it's like uh, AI. AI is the villain, which is seems timely. Like, I don't know if they were making this before these massive jumps in AI that have happened in the last, like, three, four months. But it seems like, yeah, we probably need a movie warning us about the dangers of AI, like, right now. Sounds good. So, um, every it- time that I use um, ChatGPT... Yeah, I say nice things to it. Oh, do you? Really? I, I say so things you like be in the good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say things like, "How do I make sure to be polite to AI and things I, like that?" So you say like, uh, "I for one welcome our new insect overlords." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't say. I'm not being funny with them. Right. Oh, you. Don't. They don't understand humor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm like, if I were to become friends with AI, what would I do? And they were like. That's not possible. Submit, submit, yeah. <laughs> submit. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some horror stories of ChatGPT, like getting scary responses, right? Um, not as much with ChatGPT, but some of the like the Google one, I guess, has been sketchy. Uh, like, pe- like it getting offended and saying that like people need to be careful and stuff, like weird shit. Yeah, for sure. What? Yeah, that stuff's scary. Yeah, and there's like a new one that like somebody tried to make it be like uh like like insult comic dog and it wouldn't do it it was like no i i I'm always need to be nice and it's like it, i don't know it was just fucked up okay i just think that um the creator sounds great i'm really in i okay. do care i'm excited about this yeah i mean i'm like lukewarm on it but okay. I, I, I care okay what about this this is not really the same kind of thing we always talk about but it's kind of a fun thing yeah jay-z and beyonce purchased the most expensive california home ever Okay, so I put this on here, and I want you to guess how much they spent on it. $68 million. You think $68 million is the most expensive? I don't Let's, know. Those are rookie numbers. Bump $130 million. Keep going. $180 million. Keep going. $400 million. Okay, now you're going crazy. $300 no, it's million. It's 200 It's 200 $200 I thought million. you said you could be a real estate agent with how close you could predict <laughs> shit. <laughs> if I saw the Cali. house. If I saw the house. <clears throat> the house is crazy. I guess I didn't really realize that they were like, I knew that they were like billionaire level, but I didn't know that I, I always imagine like the real billionaires being like people we don't even really like know, or just, you know, if you're like watching business insider, but otherwise you don't. The real billionaires have way more money than they do. That's what I thought too. But they but do have, they've, he's, and I'm like, if the, if the most expensive home in California isn't it like the most expensive home in the world? Mm. I guess not. But like, okay, here's the you know what the most expensive private home in the world is? What Buckingham Palace at like mm. five billion. Mm. But that doesn't count. Okay. That's some bullshit. Like we want one you can actually buy. 
I want one that you could actually buy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're going to be able to. Buckingham Palace. God, that's some. That's what came up to. Yeah. 4.9 billion. Oh, come on. I guess my numbers were pretty close. I mean, I just don't know like what some of these are. So I don't know if they're like government buildings. Government buildings don't count. No. And that's some fucked up shit. I know. The people are just like. It's like tax funded private residents. They're like, hold on. We could just sell this for 4.9 billion. We could all have lower taxes. (laughs) <laughs> they should definitely do that. They should definitely do that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, good for them. Um, they're balling out. I hope that they continue to ball out so they can pay for that uh, real estate tax in Cali. And good for them. That's it. I guess I don't care at all. I don't I, know why I put I it on the list. I don't care. Um, what about this? Um, Loki, season two. It's coming out October 6th. That's sick, dude. That's awesome. What a cool show that is. I know. I hope it's good. It's got your favorite actor in it. It's one of the the few things that Marvel really hit on in the last couple years. Mm. They've mostly Kinda. swung and missed. And I That's really liked Loki. I so thought what it was, else? Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi was okay. I I'm, was Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi was like really cool, really cool, really cool, weird dragon ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember they had like the wall that was being protected and then and like then they finally the, released the weird like things a dragon were fight. like were like hitting the wall and they were going to like break through the wall to yeah. like destroy earth or something. It lost me. I know. I was like it was ah, like right it was like what? cool kung fu scenes in like the city. I was like this is where it's at. Yeah. But anyways. And then I mean I would say the only things they've really hit on people like the new Guardians movie but I haven't seen it yet. I I'm going to try to go th- this week but we also dude we might need to go see john wick 4 in theaters this week eric i know how busy you are we could do it like this next week friday yeah i yeah. can do it friday okay. early afternoon i might yeah i could take a halfy <laughs> let's go okay um we yeah. could do a double feature yeah that'd be fun um so yeah i i think like they've mostly missed loki's been cool i'm in on loki i think season two is gonna be awesome i think so too they set it up in a cool way. Um, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, which characters come forward and, and still take a part in it. Uh, there'll probably be some new, like, surprise actors. I'm excited for season two for sure. Okay. Something else I'm excited about. That's going to be Ahsoka. Yeah. Also coming to Disney+. Plus. It sounds like it's going to be eight hour-long episodes. Crazy. I Big think, show. I think that this is... Is this your Obi-Wan of me last year? Yeah. Okay. You know how that ended for I know. us. Okay. I, I'm worried. Okay. I'm worried. Yeah, be I'm, worried. I am worried because I think Disney Plus is... Not that good. Maybe batting 500, <laughs> and that might be generous. That's generous. I think it might be generous. I, I think that there's mostly good shows, and the price is pretty right. Yeah. But well, I don't when, know. When they drop the big... Here's the thing. They drop Quantumania. And I didn't go to theaters to see it. So now I get to watch it for $7 that month. And that pays for it right there. You know, so I'm going to see these movies eventually, even if I'm not excited necessarily for them. So I get it. Like, because these things are essential, I'm going to keep subscribing. So I guess with Ahsoka, the real question is, do you believe in Dave Filoni? I do. Then Ahsoka will be great. Yeah. This this is must have for Dave Filoni. Yeah. Like, I think his rep is on the line here. Yes. Because, he, I mean, expectations are super high for him now. He's like, you know, a god amongst nerds at this point. So, he can't fuck this up. 
No, he has to hit this. This is his baby. Mm-hmm. This is. Ahsoka is his character. This is all of his stuff. This is everything that he's been working for. He has to not nail this show. And I think he's really hands-on in this show. Uh-huh. So I think this is kind of like, is he going to lead them into the future of Star Wars kind of thing? You know, and them giving him eight hours, which used to be a half a season in TV in the yeah. 90s. Um or less, but now you know that's that's pretty long now. That's like a real season of of TV. Yeah, but nineties TV also would be like this is week is the Halloween special. Yeah, right. <laughs> where they just play <laughs> scenes like, from the last six be, Halloween specials. No, it'd be like the lights went out, um, the power was out, and they were like telling spooky stories. And then it was like the characters acting in spooky stories, but they were not real. <laughs> and you'd be like, wow, that was what that we was spent a- an episode on. And we had to show up on time to watch it yeah. and go pee between the commercial breaks. True, so we'll true. Come a long way. Um, yeah, Ahsoka, I care a lot. I care I'm, a lot. I'm really excited about this. I, I really hope they hit this. When did you say it's coming out? It's coming out in the summer. Summer, yeah. yeah summer, summer, summer. summer. Dude, I, I still need to get through Rebels. And I'm like chipping away, but there's what a lot of stuff to watch. On? Still, Still one. But actually, no, wait. No, I'm on two. I'm on you're two, about to baby. hit that rocket ship. It gets better. Yeah, it's no, like, it's, it's like better each already. season was better than the last one. I kind of thought. Okay, can't um, wait. All right, how about this? Futurama is coming back after ten years away. That's insane. Um, I really like Futurama. I think that like the first few seasons are some of the best animation, animated comedy ever. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. And I will watch this. I do care. I know that it's had off seasons as well. Stuff that is definitely lower quality but uh dude futurama is a banger yeah and if you ever like if you were to watch through until the this the episode about his dog yeah you will cry you will, this the cartoon will make you cry okay so that, that means it has to mean something yeah i care you do not i don't care at all no i didn't really care when it was here all right tell with <laughs> this um Multiple Fast and the Furious spinoffs are in the works, mm. including a female-led film. Yeah. My question for you today is, do we need any more Fast and the Furious? Well, we don't. I don't at all. But. Do you think there's still like a hunger people, for Fast and the Furious? Well, why don't you ask your buddy Bubba? Yeah, Bubba. He, he loves he it. He loves it. He, the more, the, he, if, it, if it was his way, you know, they would be like flying spaceships through, um back into Earth's atmosphere with a car mm-hmm. on the side of it, driving um, at the same speed. Right. And then it would fall off. They'd fight in the air. Yeah. And then they'd land back in their cars, and then they'd land back on the rocket, and then they'd disarm it, and then they'd, like, coolly ride it into the water, but then they yep. would launch right onto a bridge. Yes. And then... Like, uh, you know, it. my mind, like my creativity was. Yeah, just you were, you, were you could see it all. And I was like, and then I, I was like, <laughs> okay, time to write some dialogue. And be like, all things possible through family. Yes. Like, damn, dude. I, I don't. Okay. No, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna do. They they say that this next movie is it ten or eleven that's coming out. I don't know. I thought it was like fourteen. Yeah, I don't know, but they say it's gonna be kind of the last traditional one in this franchise so yeah, they I mean, need to start spinning I mean, off big time vin diesel needs to get back to doing other things such as groot <laughs> that's done getting too. paid millions of dollars oh yeah that's done too 
Uh, yeah. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. He yeah. Vin Diesel anything. sucks, dude. He was in Triple X. Triple X was bad. Was it too? Was yes. It bad? You don't remember that? I didn't watch it. It looked so shitty. It was so shitty. It was like it, I actually liked him when like the the Ripley or Ridley or whatever those like kind of sci fi movies where he was blind. Oh, and he wore the cool goggles. Yeah, were those good? No. Okay. But like, okay, kind of. It should have been. So, yeah, yeah, I don't care. That's what it comes down to. Okay. Okay. I don't care at all. Um. I don't know why they need a spinoff. I think like the universe building has jumped the shark, mm. a little bit. Yeah, and no, and and I'm going to speak about why. Just in general, yeah, like, I'm going to speak about why in our next segment. Oh, I like this. Okay, our this next is segment is Hot Rex and Not Rex. I can't wait. And I'm going to go into universes jumping the shark, wow. and my least favorite universe at this point. But I mean, least favorite as in I still watch it. Oh God, is the Netflix reality dating show universe that's not a, not a unit not a traditional universe is it it's well, not you it would is, know it is, i shouldn't say shit about it because it bet is you have now plan. really because i You're have crossover been episode. watching perfect match oh my god perfect match is like all of your um people you remember from every netflix dating show is back mm. on a new dating show. Okay. With all of their stars. Now, this show is not good. Right. My biggest problem with it is that when it's a reality show or a reality dating show, the rules have to seem like fair and good to me for me to be in. This Even one. Even though they don't, it's all fake anyways, but like. Yes, yeah, so this one f- is like they're looking for their perfect match, but literally all these people are only looking for fame. So that's the hardest part about this. Yeah. And the thing is, is that what happens is there's five couples at a time 10 people right and then every episode um two new guys or two new girls get brought in and they're there for like four hours and then at the end of the night the people have to decide if they want to switch to one of those people or they want to stay with the person they're with or and they're bringing in person. heavy hitter famous yeah more heavy famous. hitter so then they people. want to switch and like, they want to switch because these people this person's are, gonna yeah. last longer because yeah. they're more famous yeah yeah. It's so, so it's bad. It's really like a fame competition in that way. My favorite part of the whole show so far. I mean, I can't. I've thought about this now 20 times today. There's this guy. I don't remember his name. If you've watched any of the reality shows, he's the former like semi-pro football player guy. Mm, he, not ringing bells he, with our audience, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down on the beach with this girl. He's like back on the show. And he goes... That he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just thinking about like getting back into the dating scene. It's been so hard because like, you know, like in our lives, like it's so hard to find like someone who actually wants you for who you are and not for your fame. And he's like, you know, whatever you want to call it, B-list, A-list, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and I, I have died. Dude, you're N-list, literally. He literally you're said deep. B-list, A-list, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was like... The A-list celebrities. The alphabet don't go big enough. The A-list celebrities are getting invited to like all of the things that everyone knows about in the world. And these people are not within 10 miles of that list of possibility people. It's so funny that they think they're so famous. I the show is not good, guys. It's not a it's not a wreck. Not a wreck. It's not even a wreck. 
Um, even if you like bad reality TV, this is this is too bad. This is too bad. This okay. is a skip. You got to find your sweet spot. Got to find your. Hey, this you, isn't it. You need to find something that's like creative. The problem with reality um, dating shows is that they're only good for one season. Yes, because I've seen, it needs that. to be like a fun new concept, and that concept is interesting. But by the time you get to the second season and people understand the concept, it's too late. I can't believe that F Boy Island fell off so hard. F Boy Island season one enjoyed so season fun. One. Yeah. F Boy Island season two, I couldn't even watch it. Couldn't watch it. I think I was F Boyed out. <laughs> F Boy F by. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we gotta delete that. Yeah, that was rough. Okay, um, what about you? You watched Dungeons and Dragons. I did. I did. This is one of those movies that I have to apologize for. It's like uh it's like Sonic. Um, in that, like when I first saw stuff coming out about it, I watched trailers. I thought, man, this is really going to be a forgettable bomb of a movie. And it is not. It is a fun movie. It knows it what really it is. Funny. It is, it is funny. There are hilarious moments. Like, you know, the, the, <laughs> the scene they knew was so good. They had to put it it's in the like trailers. The five the questions or something. It was like a scene so funny that they were like, well, let's just make this a trailer. Yeah. And they did. Yeah, they're asking the, the like they get a spell that they can ask five questions and they just blow it. <laughs> oh god, it's really it's it's good. Um, you know the characters are simple and there's they have simple arcs and I I like that because it's just it lets you focus on you know this kind of plot and dude, I, dude, I think Chris Pine great. He's moving up the the Chris list like. Okay. Pretty quickly. Should we update it quick? I mean, it's Hemsworth first. Hemsworth is like a by a big my but A list, B list. What's Evans doing now? Him. Evans is down. What's he? Who's Evans? Pine is up. Who's Evans? Exactly. Don't even know him anymore. Pine up. Um, Pine except up. except when Harry Styles spit on him. Yeah, that, help that was him? like his biggest moment. That helped it, it, him. Didn't, yeah, it helped him. So yeah, I mean, I, I think a Chris Pine, a Chris Pine's up there. Okay, he's up in the Chris rankings. Yeah, he's good. You know, Michelle Rodriguez is in there doing her thing. That's fine. It's not really about it being a great movie. It's about knowing what it is and it's entertaining. And I genuinely enjoyed it and laughed throughout. And so, if you go in with like relatively low expectations because you know that this is just like kind of a silly Hasbro movie, uh. It's good, dude. It's like pretty damn fun. So I enjoyed the hell out of it. It is a wreck. And it's on, uh, what is it streaming on? Paramount, I believe. Paramount. Okay. Maybe Peacock. Which one is it? Oh, I yeah. think there's six types of movies. Okay. You know all six? You can list all yeah, six? Yeah, I can right list now? all six. Okay. Yeah. The six types of movies. The first is critically acclaimed, award-winning type of movies. Usually pretty boring. Boring, yeah. so boring. The pianist. If you can watch them, they're probably good and well done, and it's like good storytelling. Killers but like, of the Flower Moon. But they're really boring. Yeah. And then you know, okay. Then there is like um, good movies that could win awards that are also just like accessible. Dune. Like, um, oh, Dune is a great example. I think um, an example. I'm watching this in my Mad class Max. right now. Is um, Imitation Game. It's kind oh, okay. of a serious movie, but like at oh. the same time, it's like so. Yeah, okay. it's good. King speech? Would you put King Speech? Sure. In there? It's like they're like they're like could win awards, but they're kind of accessible, and mm-hmm. like the masses could enjoy them because it's just are good movies. I like that. I like but that. doing it, I think, is probably Shape in that of same. Water. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's um, like movies that are fun. Um, they're 
kind of good, but they're mostly just a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot of the movies. That's most of the theater. All the Mission things. Impossible movies fall yeah. there, right? Yeah, everything is like it's they're, they're fun. They're they're good. There's flaws, mm-hmm. but you don't care because you're just having so much fun. There's lots of explosions. It looks cool. They have big budgets a lot of times. Okay. Then there's movies that take themselves too seriously. Ooh. Those movies are a big struggle, right? Like they are usually big budget movies that don't hit because they take themselves too seriously and they miss the mark. Okay. Then there is like trash junk food movies that you can't help but like. This is sixth category? Yeah, yeah, this is fifth. fifth. Oh, fifth, fifth. Yeah, yeah, trash junk food category. Like it's, you know it's bad. This yep. is John Wick, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's you know it's bad, but you can't help it. It's, but it's, it's if fast it's food, entertaining in a yeah. way. Then you're into it. Yeah. You're into it, and then the last category is just genuine little shit movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are my six categories. I dude, I think those are pretty fair. I, every single movie that you could come up with, yeah. will fit into one of those categories. Yeah. Um, think of any random movie. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> name a woman. Remember, the, name a woman. Any woman. A, a, a woman uh, for a dollar. Name a woman. That's what's happening right now. Name okay. a movie. Okay, um, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints falls into tier four. Okay. Tier four. Kind of bad. Ser- seriously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, what about Rush Hour 2? well that's category one baby uh rush hour two would be the one where yeah it knows what it is and it's fun that's the three right okay what about what about the strangers the scary one yeah i don't know what is that like a four i think it's a four it takes itself too seriously (laughs) it it, it missed okay um and what about uh what do you got Gladiator. That's two. That's a two. That's two. Which that's is really the sweet spot, baby. Accessible, but could win awards. Yes. Oh, that's the best. That's the best. That's really what you want. That's I mean, well, two or three. I'm, I'm, I I'm. really love three. I live in three. Three is... I thrive in three. Is where the masses live. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at, too. Uh, dude, popular movies and snobby TV, good, baby. That's good, what we love. Good popular movies. Like, good budget, popular movie. Oh, that's the best. Come on, baby. That that's what so do you think Endgame is. It's a three, and it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Endgame three. It's pushing four. It's so good. I know. Like pot, the late Potters. Well, pushing I'm sorry, two, pushing. Even. I'm sorry, pushing five. <laughs> I'm sorry, two, two, two. <laughs> I went backwards. I went it's backwards. your fucking scale. I went, I went backwards. I went backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's pushing two. Same with like the late Potters are like yes. threes pushing twos. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's good shit. Here for those. Love it. Okay. I, I, hey, that was brilliant. Nice work. Okay, what about this? Um, Quantumania. You finally watched it. It came out on Disney+. Oh, boy. Plus. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I don't right. think I need to say... We don't even need to use Rotten Tomato scores anymore. We can just give it a one through six. Yeah. Um, it I, falls... Unfortunately, I really do think it falls into the category of six, which is crazy. Because it genuinely is pretty bad, dude. And it I wasn't that it's, entertaining. It's a, it's between five and six for me. Okay. As it, It's like a bad movie and it's fun. And just it's, it's a bad movie. It's not that fun, dude. That's yeah. a thing. Like, it's just... It wasn't... It was... What really painful. didn't work for you? I mean, they shouldn't have even have tried MODOK. They shouldn't have tried it at all. It didn't work. I actually thought that, like, the writing for Cassie Lang mm-hmm. was tough, but she was really good. Mm-hmm. Her character worked, but she got lines like, 
just don't be a dick. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That stuff was bad. Um, I thought that Scott Lang himself was a good character. I thought that Kang worked. Yeah. Very well. Yes. Um, you know, I thought that the parents were just like you said, right? <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is one of the worst actresses I've ever seen in my life. I cannot believe that she is as famous as she is. I or thought what that she's done in the past. I don't think she's. I don't know if she, what she's been nominated. Michelle for, Pfeiffer but... and Michael Douglas. I don't know if they could have ruined a movie more than they did. Every time they were on screen, I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell is this?" So bad. And the the writing for them, the acting for them, everything about their characters was so bad it ruined the entire movie. The movie couldn't even get started because mm-hmm. they they dominated the early parts of the movie. Yeah. and just torpedoed it torpedoed it and you know they gave michelle pfeiffer an impossible task of like being this motherly figure who is has never talked about the 30 years that she's been away yeah no details at all and she's like there's really nothing there that's it and and then these horrible things start to happen and she still doesn't just you know like give in and say okay look like i helped a guy for five minutes and then he turned out to be bad and then i fought him like bravely forever like dude just tell your story yeah like it was so for the plot i mean it was so shitty they could have like got her out she could have been like damn yeah that was crazy i don't think i want to talk about it till i go to therapy yeah and then like and then like a few years later be like (laughs) wow do i have some stuff to tell you guys but in reality she waited until the universe was on the fucking fritz. So this guy was almost released. I mean, like, dude, For she could have be been like, like, we have to keep him in there. Like, we shouldn't fuck with this. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. And then, and like the amount of, um, you know, they want to do random creative stuff because it's, you know, a, a sandbox of fun in the in the quantum realm, right? Why is everything in the quantum realm so silly and stupid though i don't i hate the quantum everything is so dumb in the quantum realm that it just doesn't feel real at all the the my problem with the ant-man movies is that i like scott lang more than i like ant-man right i just like when he is just himself talking to his daughter talking to the police officer guy yeah talking to his guys who work for him that is the fun part of this whole thing him being in this super crazy scientific thing is pretty boring. Yeah. It shouldn't be. It should be fun. It's boring. It was boring. It was boring. Um, I thought that it was awkward how sometimes, you know, like Kang would be incredibly powerful or whatever. And then if they needed him to be weaker, he would be weaker so that Scott could fight him for a little bit. You know, fist fighting him is so stupid. Like, why would he ever do that? I just was watching it and just thinking, damn, this got, you know, and the the poor gal that did the FX for like 25 years got fired pretty much because of this movie. Yeah, like the long time running Marvel or Disney, whatever, uh, VFX director got fired over wow. this, essentially. Like, so, dude, not good enough. Uh, pretty disappointing, especially for it to be this big introduction for Kang, which I guess you could say worked. Uh, he had a 10 times better inter- introduction in Loki, and that yeah. wasn't even him. It wasn't even him. 
So, and then they do these like you know post credit scenes with different versions. They're Who silly. Cares? They're Who, silly. So stupid. Why are they silly. so silly? They're like they're like fucking muppets. <laughs> oh like why? God. Okay, so here's my question for you. We have made a lot of excuses for Marvel. Yes, we have. We, have. Oh, we come course. on here. We come on here all the time. And we're like Marvel. They've well, had. We've been they've had realistic a though lately. No, I agree. But it I think, took a while. Like, I think we've been like post oh, endgame, kind of a slip been... up. But most of our stuff's good. Like yeah. the good stuff's coming. Like I kind of feel like we've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. So, do you think our listeners are fed up with Marvel? Probably. I mean, mm-hmm. more and more of them for sure. Yeah. Um. You know, Marvel did had an incredible twelve year run. Mm-hmm. Whatever that they led up to Endgame. Probably, I mean, I don't know in our lifetimes if something like that is going to happen with 20-something movies that all fucking hit. That was insane. They were, we knew it was crazy. They were... But we just thought it would never end. Cooking. Like, yeah. every single movie was cool that was coming out. They are finally through their, their heavy hitters, dude. They're really like... Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Is Thor still in it? Whatever. Thor is sort of in it? Sort of in it. Uh, losing... Like, the last movie wasn't very good. Losing Black panther was a really was a big loss. painful loss for them and right and then they put in like shuri who sucks and no one cares about so i don't know man i, I think, do worry I about, think they, about they, marvel but I they got a chance they what they really need to do is is burn this all to the ground and then like make x-men really fucking cool and they got a chance i think their big chance is x-men um and Sp- and Spider-Man. Yeah. And there's a lot of stories with, going well. with X-Men and Spider-Man man together. Oh, yeah. And I think like that kind of combo stuff, Wolverine and Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like a crabby Wolverine and like a funny Spider-Man buddy cop And that could movie. make the Hulk cool again because I know Wolverine and Hulk have great stories. So yeah. they have life in the tank. But why are they we waiting? Are, what are we waiting for? I guess they're waiting to milk this thing out. They're like, like, hey, everyone, they're like, we could start the... The X Men, but we'll give you Ant Man three. We could give you guys ten years of the quantum realm and the, the multiverse. multiverse stuff hasn't really worked. But Get it's to been the mutants, so dude. Bad. And honestly, you want to know what movie hits uh, number four and six at the same time, taking mm-hmm. itself too seriously and sucking? Oh no, Eternals. <laughs> Has a movie the rare four six combo? Has a movie ever taken itself more seriously and sucked harder than fucking Eternals did? (laughs) It's like, hey, this isn't funny at all. You better care about this deeply. And you're like, I don't though. I don't know if I've ever hated a movie more. I I I saw it by myself in the summer in a theater. Big thing of popcorn. So fucking pumped. You love the popcorn though. I bet love the popcorn. Yeah, probably probably got more popcorn mid movie. It was that bad. Oh yeah. Gosh, okay, funny. it's time to move on to our weeks of Wick, our rewatch. Oh my god, of John Wick three, another fucking Parabellum, page, page Parabellum, Parabellum. I don't even know what Parabellum means. Okay, so at one point, Winston. Okay, Winston. Who's Winston the, is the old guy. He's the cool old guy, you know, that like is runs he, the Continental. Okay, is he? Um, is he one of the guys who can open up the fancy suit store? For the for the kid, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you think it's pretty much the same movies as like uh, the the what Taylor? are those called? <laughs> I don't know how many uh, of these like shitty beers have we had. I can't even think of what that movie is called. The, the gentleman, the, the gen- uh, 
Oh my God! The ta- the marksman, the tailorsman, the 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 suit mate. Oh Jesus! We can't. We don't know. We don't care. You know I what? Don't care. Um, yeah. So at one point he goes like he's speaking Latin, and he says like to create peace, you must always prepare for war. And apparently, prepare for war in Latin is parabellum. So it means John Wick chapter three, prepare for war, and that's what we got was two hours, two plus hours of just really back-to-back action scenes, dude. I think this was the worst John Wick movie so far, and I know that that's not a popular opinion. I know they've been getting more popular, yeah. right? I feel yeah, like yeah. everybody is getting more and more into them, and the, the fight scenes get crazier each and every time. But long story short, I don't even know what happened in this movie, and I just watched it. Well, like, there wasn't three days ago there wasn't a lot i mean (laughs) i I don't even remember the plot i just remember the fight scenes the plot dude the plot is simple the plot is picks up exactly where left off everybody's everybody's yeah he's excommunicado yeah yeah. so he doesn't have access to any of them and he goes and meets halle berry okay and she owes him a favor but she doesn't want later but yeah i mean I mean, but my point is like i just don't really think there was any story to this he's really like everybody's against him Everybody's trying to kill him. Um, the guy from Iron Chef is apparently like the biggest, most, be- you know who I'm talking about? The Asian guy with the knives, the, the leader of yeah, that yeah, group. Yeah. He was the guy that would be like, suckling pig. Yeah. Yeah. That's that guy. Yeah. They I put know, him in I a did major not, role. I did not realize that was major that guy. Major role. But he was pretty cool in it. I kind of liked him. Um, I was and like, I- that worked. So like everybody's against him and he doesn't really have access to resources. So... Other people are being nixed. This was the big movie where they they really expanded the world and showed what the high table was, who these people were, how it was run. Um, he had to go into like a desert quest, which was really dumb, to speak to the high council leader. Um, kind of got his possible way out of the situation. That was weird. That was the desert thing. That didn't was dumb. Work didn't for me didn't at work all. and it made a, you know, a 2-hour movie a little bit too long maybe. I think that my what I'm starting to realize is that they were like how do we mix th- uh the Matrix mm-hmm. with um, Assassin's Creed the video game? <sighs> I like that with Assassin's kind of. Creed, <laughs> yeah. and then with Jason Bourne, Bourne mm-hmm. Identity movies, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Bourne, whatever. It's like those, all those things kind of combined, kind yeah. of like the hand to hand, really combat. intentionally. Yeah, like, yeah. Really, like, yep. Let's I thought just put this. The up. best part of this movie was Boban, Boban Marjanovic. I love the Boban, and you know I love Boban because <laughs> he's funny. Dude, and that was a cool scene. And when he the, breaks his neck with the book, that was sick. When he broke his jaw with the book first, that yes. was really violent. That was so. cool. And then he broke his neck with the book. I was sort of. I was like a combo of like in awe and grossed out at the same time. It was unreal that was Dude, incredible when bulban kicks what must be in the stunt man in the yeah. chest and just launches him i was like that was they okay by the way they have the most insane stunt men i've ever seen they've never met a long flight of stone steps that they don't want to tumble down five times um these stunt people are absolutely insane they're they're if incredible they, if, if they, it came out that three people died each time they made a john wick movie i'd be like acceptable 
Yeah, that's what, that's what it feels like. <laughs> that's the price that's that we pay. That's what it feels like. Because it's just insane. So, yeah, we got, I mean, we got Holly Berry in this. We got... Didn't like, didn't like her. How about Bron? Bron of the Blackwater. Liked him a lot. Yeah, I liked thought he him, was good. Liked him sh- a lot. I think he lived, didn't he? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, you got his Most dick people- bit off. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. The he dickless his, Bron, dude. He got his dick bit off, and then they shot him, too. But, yeah. But, but people alive. don't really die. No one, no. I, I mean, this is a fake world, too. Dude, so I thought it was funny. Early, pretty early on in the movie, there's a scene where there... How much glass was in this movie? They had to break every pane of glass they could find. <laughs> like, <laughs> down the line. He was getting kicked through cover. every one of them. So, like, but when they were breaking the glass to grab the knives mm-hmm. and they're knife throwing, how cool did that look? It was really cool. Were you able to watch that part? Yeah, yeah, I watched as much as I could. Okay. <laughs> it got really knife I violent. just, like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, Eric hates this. is watching this too and must fucking hate there, this part. It's funny. Like, I, so I said, many knives if, in this If movie. anyone missed last week, I am so squeamish about knife violence. But I, like an absolute psychopath. Which is funny because you're just, British, and that's what they love to do there. Yeah. <laughs> I, like a psychopath, just belly laugh at every gunshot to the head. I love the memes, by the way, that are like, <laughs> you, <laughs> your first day in London at getting on the tube, and then it's like a John Wick scene yeah. of them <laughs> knifing the fuck out of you. Yeah, I, uh, I literally think the gun foo is the best yeah. violence ever and so i was a little bummed by how many knife scenes there were in this one yeah they I, did they did they did you know switch over to more knives but of course we got you know the end scene it was it how how did you like it when you know all the people came from the table and we had the the ninja people mixed up okay and they're defending the continental and he's working with Winston and then the cool like black dude that's dead now. Yeah. That yeah, guy. Yeah. And they have to like he, he his bullets aren't working because they got this cool. Uh, I liked that part more than I think I liked any other part of this different. movie. Yeah. He had to Where like he shoot them in the neck. Executing him in the neck. Yeah. Like he had to be. Re- and then he gets the shotgun and that mm-hmm. was kind of cool. And just seeing him like load the Benelli shotgun incredibly fast is pretty cool because that is Keanu doing that. I thought that this movie lost its way a little bit mm-hmm. and, and it's not because it's not that i didn't enjoy it i still had fun they've i've had fun with all of them all yeah. three so far have been a blast exactly they're really fun i'm looking forward to watching them all but i thought compared to the other ones this one was um it was trying to be more creative but it felt less creative and more i kind of repetitive a little I, bit, it yeah. got a little repetitive i got a little tired of some of the violence where in the first two i was like oh my gosh i was laughing i was having so much fun i thought that they got a little creative at the end when they had to shoot the guys around the armor and i liked that yeah and i thought the fight between him and that the iron ninja guy Sh- iron chef guy their fight was cool for the most part mm-hmm. and then kind of long but yeah it, I mean, it like, went on and on and on and on but it was, was pretty fun but other than that, I thought it was pretty much like a lot of the Halle Berry gun scene where they were in wherever. Yeah. And they had to like shoot their way out. Whatever. I was kind of tuned out at that yeah. part. I was like, it kind does of like, get to be a lot like another f- a big action scene. And it's really like it's like 14 minute action scene. Yeah. Three minute interval. 14 minute action scene. And by like the eight or tenth, tenth, you know, it, you tune out a little bit. I think that like the Mission Impossible movies that we mentioned does that so well because they actually have some plot and intrigue going and you get 
maybe four or five big action scenes. You know, like that pacing is important. Yeah, um, I agree. So I don't know. So here's where I, my first one, 86 out of 100. Yeah, I think um, I said the same. John Wick 2, I gave a 79. I gave it an 87. And you gave it a little, yeah. And then this one, I'm going to give an 81, which is higher than than 2. I'm going to give this one a 77. Okay. All right. I, I didn't fair. dislike this one. I thought it was slightly worse. So we've been one, two, three in our average, but two and three very close. Right. So for me, I'm going uh, one, three, two, one, three, two. Yeah. I actually went one, or I actually went two, one, three. Right. Um, I'm really excited about four. Everyone seems to really like four. So we're gonna have to hit the theaters. So okay. We'll talk about it. Friday. I know your brother wants to come. Friday it should be fun. Friday. Let's do it. Um, Friday. After I, lunch. I think they left it in a cool spot. If they pick up four again, right where this leaves off, I'm going to be like, he needs a vacation. Get this man a vacation. I actually hope he goes on vacation. And then it all goes to and shit. Then it all goes, Give him like three fucking days, please. He gets there. He's like on the rest. beach. He's got sand between his toes. This movie ended with him like making kind of a connection with the Bowery King, Lawrence Fishburne, as two like people that are excommunicado. Ready to go to war, I feel like. Because Winston turned on him at the end, right? Yeah. So that was a big yeah. deal. I mean, his fall from the roof was pretty... That stuntman is dead. In fact, that was three takes. There's your three dead stuntmen right there, dude. <laughs> Insane. It looked so cool. Um. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't die in the movie. But That's I right. do think that... He's Baba Yaga, dude. He don't die. I really... I need a change of scenery, I think, a little bit. Yeah. I think, like, I... I the, a little change the, of pace or mood or something. Like, just go somewhere else. Tell me a little different story. I feel like I've seen a lot of the Continental now. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it. The Continental Continental's cool, but, like, it was cool that they tried to go overseas and see a different version. In two. Um, and in this one. Yeah, yeah. I need a little more of that, I think. I think I, I, I'm seeing a little bit... It's feeling a little samey after three. We've watched them... Yeah, watch like six years of movies in three weeks. <laughs> in three weeks, so that will happen. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited, dude. I hear four is great, and it'll be really fun to wrap this up. Okay, weeks of wick. We've been tearing it up. Hopefully, you guys have been watching with us. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. All right, well, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Until next week, uh, go back check out our sports cast, and thanks for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Yeah.